Welcome to the Under 30 Wealth Podcast. You are here today because you want to learn about the basics of personal finance, investing, and online business. So I'm excited to have you here today, and I've got another amazing episode coming your way full of lessons that you can take and apply to your financial life. So if you're ready, let's get started. In today's lesson, we're going to talk about an investing strategy uh, for your emergency fund. Typically, you think of saving money and saving in an emergency fund, but you don't necessarily think about investing that emergency fund so that it can keep growing and keep building while you're not using it and you're not tapping into it rather than just letting it sit idle in a bank account and not growing. So this lesson is going to talk about uh, an investment strategy that you can use for your emergency fund in order to grow it and make sure your money's still working for you while it's sitting in its emergency account. So for starters, what is an emergency fund? Well, this is typically like a savings account, money set aside that's going to cover your cost of living in the event of an emergency, such as if you get laid off your job or fired from your job, or you have some kind of medical or health emergency or any other type of financial emergency that's going to run you a hefty bill and you're going to need money that's set aside for this purpose so that you can pay it off and not be worrying about going into debt or not being able to pay for the emergency. So typically an emergency fund, it's recommended that you have anywhere from six to nine to 12 months worth of living expenses saved. So what this means is essentially you're taking your cost of living and if you're going to use a six month rule, you're going to divide your cost of living in half. If you're going to use the nine month rule, then you're going to multiply your cost of living by 0.75. And if you're using the 12 month rule, to have 12 months of living expenses in an emergency fund, then you can just take your cost of living and that's how much you're going to need to have in an emergency fund. So first you're going to need to determine, you know, your cost of living. Hopefully you've been keeping a budget and tracking your expenses each month and annually so that you know how much you spend per year. And this should be, you know, a number that you already know, but if not, uh, start tracking your expenses for a month, create a budget and determine how much you're actually spending and then multiply it by 12 to get your annual cost of living. Uh, Be sure to include things such as your house, your transportation, and your food. These are going to be your three big expenses, and then you're going to have insurance for cars, your home, health insurance. You're going to have all types of different insurance, and then you're going to have all the miscellaneous entertainment and other personal care items and expenses on your list. So determine how much your family costs to live each year. Uh, If you're a single person, uh, for example, because I've I've studied how much it costs for a single person. Um, typically, you can maybe get by off twenty grand a year if you're single. It just depends on your city. Some cities have higher cost of living as far as housing. You got higher mortgage and higher rent payments, and food prices are higher. Um, auto prices are higher. So it really depends where you're living. So determine where you're living and what your cost of living is. Once you know your cost of living, you're able to then do the math to determine how much you need to have stored away in an emergency fund. So once we figured out this whole emergency fund situation, now let's get into the investing strategy for your emergency fund. So the investing strategy is simply a CD ladder. So what is a CD ladder? Well, it's a collection of CDs that you buy at different intervals And this will mean that they're going to essentially mature at different intervals as well. So 
first of all, a CD, it's a certificate of deposit and it's offered by your bank. And what you're doing is you're essentially locking your money up for a period of time with your bank for a set interest rate that they're, they're going to pay you an interest and you're not able to touch your money for that set period of time, but it's pretty risk-free money that you're guaranteed to get back plus the interest that the bank's paying you while they have your money. So CD rates today are really low. They're under 1% and they're even under a half percent. Uh, the longer period that you lock up your money in a CD, the higher the interest rate typically. So maybe a five-year CD, you get 2%, where like a one-year CD, you might get a half percent interest rate. Hopefully CD rates come back up at some point and this strategy will then be very attractive to a lot of people. Back in the old days when CD rates were 5% or higher, this would have been an awesome strategy to lock up a ton of money in. And it still is today because you know, you're know you still gonna earn maybe a percent or a half percent on your money for locking your money up in a CD, which isn't much, but it's at least something. Um, so what you're doing essentially with a CD ladder is let's say you're gonna buy a, a six month CD or a one year CD, but we'll do six months. So right now today you buy a six month CD with let's say uh, $10,000 and then in another six months from now you spend another 10,000 in another CD and then another six months you spend another 10,000 or whatever your cost of living is, you divide it up into how much you're gonna need over those six months and that's how much you're putting away in a CD. So you're buying several CDs at different intervals. So after a couple years, you're going to have, you know, four or five different CDs you've purchased and then they're all going to mature at different times so that your money essentially comes due. So ideally, rather than the sixth, six month example I just did, you're actually going to want to lock up, you know, longer term. So you're actually going to want to probably lock up, you know, like a three or five year CD. So if you buy one this month and then you buy one you know, next month, or if you do it at three month intervals, however frequently you purchase these CDs, that's how frequently they're going to mature. So then in three years, you know, your first CD you ever bought is going to mature. And then a couple months later, your next CD is going to mature. And then a few months later, your next CD is going to mature. And then you can take that money and just reinvest it in another CD. So you keep your ladder going. That way you always have money uh, maturing at different times in case you need it. And then if you don't need it, when it matures, you just simply reinvest it into another CD. That way you've got your money kind of spread out in a ladder system so that it's not all locked up in a CD at once. That way, you know, if an emergency does come up, you've got CDs that are maturing that are going to give you cash flow that you can withdraw and use for these emergency expenses to live off of in the meantime. So most people don't necessarily have to tap into their emergency fund for a while. So that's why it's good to lock your money up into a CD or some kind of uh, low-risk uh, liquid investment that you can get your money back at some point fairly soon so that you have it in case an emergency comes up. But at the same time, it's still going to grow while you're not using it. So consider a CD ladder as an investment strategy for your emergency fund. And the other great thing about a CD ladder is you get to take advantage of all the changing interest rates. So let's say you had a $1,000 CD that you purchased at you know three and a half percent and then several months later you go to buy another CD with some more money and maybe the interest rates up to four percent now and then a few months later when you go to buy again it's up to four point five percent and you're able to basically spread out across different interest rates as well 
so that you're, you know, kind of diversifying across not only time as far as when your money is going to mature in case you need it, but also you're diversifying across interest rates as the interest rate goes up and down. Luckily for us, the uh, it's 2016 and the interest rates now are starting to go back up. So here in the near future, CD rates should hopefully start rising again and they'll start becoming attractive for savers and retirement people to start putting their money away into CDs again and earn a nice couple percent return on their money. So thanks for tuning in to today's lesson on how to build a CD ladder for your emergency fund. Be sure to check us out on social media if you haven't. And as always, find more articles and content on our blog, under30wealth.com slash blog. As always, be great and take care.